Coming up today, the biggest retirement planning concern and how to worry less about your plan. Welcome in to your retirement with Sam Jones. Welcome once again to your retirement. I'm Chuck Caton along for the ride with Dual Financial Strategies, Luke Van Abel and Andy Schooler as Sam Dual is on uh, assignment this week. And we've got a very ambitious program and it's really no secret that the uh, topic of retirement planning uh, in and of itself can be very overwhelming. There are a lot of factors to consider despite the uh, route that you take. The final destination remains the same as uh, do many of the concerns. Uh, so the author of Don't Worry, Retire Happy and Retirement Planning Guru Tom Hegna has no problem exploring the many concerns that come with retirement planning. So let's hear what he's got to say. Well, I, I don't believe Social Security will go bust. Uh, I You know, Social Security recipients are voters, okay? And so I don't think the politicians can let, let it go bust. But changes do need to be made. What they have to do is they have to get in a room together, just like they did under Reagan's administration, Reagan and Tip O'Neill and all those guys back then. They fixed it for another 50 years. They got to get in a room together. They got to say, okay, we got to raise some taxes. We got to raise retirement age. No, we're not throwing granny off the cliff. We're saving the system. We're not cutting benefits. And, you know, because it's... It's all about the rhetoric. All right. It's all about the rhetoric. So, Andy, let's talk about some of the uh, common concerns that uh, folks encounter on their way and some of the solutions uh, of the four concerns that we're going to broach uh, in this segment. Uh, concern number one is, have I saved enough to last me through retirement? I'm sure you get that uh, question quite a bit when you visit with a client. That is probably the number one question that we get. Um, outliving your money in retirement does continue to be a top concern among pre-retirees and retirees alike. Those saving for retirement, it, it is at the forefront always, and it should be because things have changed and they always do. So questions you need to ask, do I have enough money? What do I need to have saved up in order to retire? Well, these are things that you should be probably talking to someone. If you are confused, concerned, don't know where to go, um, you should probably be interviewing some fiduciary representatives to help you get through this process because retirement is very, very different than growth and accumulation. When you are working and you are just saving money, that is a very different world. There is a whole bunch of gotchas in retirement land that unfortunately people that do not work specifically in retirement may not know about. And it's not to, you know, throw fault at them. It's just not what they specialize in. They specialize in growth and accumulation. We specialize in retirement. There is a massive difference between those two worlds and how we need to plan for it. And so being a very good saver is incredibly important to get you to that point. And then we have to figure out how to turn on that money. And for some people that is incredibly uncomfortable to go from saving money to having to turn it on. And especially now when we're in a hyperinflationary period, don't know what's going on. There's tons of uncertainty in the world and in politics. It is a very confusing time. So we've got to figure out how to provide you with enough income to sustain you through your retirement years. Do you need to adjust your retirement budget or monthly retirement income amount? I don't know. But something to consider, if you haven't done a budget, I highly recommend it. If you haven't retired yet, look at your numbers for your budget pre-retirement and post-retirement. What is going to change? Do you have a mortgage still? Do you have car payments still? Are you helping people in your family that maybe you shouldn't be? I don't know. These are all points that we have to go through to make sure that 
you do have a sustainable income. You do have expenses that are within reason. Um, what if something happens to you before you can make it to retirement? Would your family get the money that you've saved? That is something that you absolutely need to look at. Beneficiary designation is incredibly important. And when you set up those accounts, and I've had, had this happen personally to clients where you know, we had some clients that came in and it was their daughter that had not set up her account correctly. In fact, she had left an ex-husband on a 401k, didn't realize it, remarried, had kids, and had forgot that the ex-husband was still the primary beneficiary. And guess who got the money? She oh. passed away and her ex-husband got the money because that designation had not been changed. Oh my so gosh. there are fundamental things that you absolutely have to check off when family changes happen, when lifetime changes happen, death of someone, whatever the case is, that's a great time to get in and start re-evaluating and re-looking at all of your details because those are the things that are some of the gotchas. Um, what if, uh, excuse me, if I was late in the retirement planning, can I catch up before I retire? Well, you can always keep working and you can always keep saving. So from a standpoint of, I don't know what your income gap is. I don't know that you even have an income gap if you were a great saver. Um, the that is part of the budgetary process of looking at what are your expenses, what is going to change, what is going to get more expensive. Because let's face it, healthcare is getting more ex expensive every day. Um, the costs and services that you will need, 70% of us are likely to need some form of long-term care. That's expensive. And that's not taking into account the different companies that talk about needing two hundred fifty to $300,000 on the outside of your already healthcare costs, it's the ancillary things that you don't have coverage for. So will you ever be able to retire or work forever? I don't know. I hope you can retire, but that's a great question. And where you need to start is what is my income? What is my expenses? What is my guaranteed streams of income that you can never outlive? And inflation is going to be impactful on those. So we need to sit down and talk about it. All right. We need a fiduciary too, right, Luke? Because do I have the right financial advisor is what some might ask. Yeah, that's a great question. You know, when you're looking for a financial advisor, you want to get a second opinion from um, other people because as Andy kind of alluded to in the last segment, uh, many of the advisors out there today focus on growth and accumulation on that from the time you've started saving and investing to a few years before retirement. And that's great. You know, we all need help during that time as well. But once you get to, you know, three years before retirement, you want to find a specialist just like in the medical community, you want to find the right doctor for the right need or diagnosis that you might have. And so now's the time to work with the income, the preservation, the making sure that this money lasts you from this season in your life through the next 20, 25, 30 years. And as you mentioned, Chuck, the other area that you may want to consider is, you know, are you working with somebody who is a true fiduciary? Um, someone that is a fiduciary has different responsibilities. They're obligated ethically, morally, um, legally to do what's in your best interest. Now you would think every single advisor out there would have to work that way, but uh, it's not the case. There's also suitability advisors out vast there. Vast majority of advisors. Vast right? majority of advisors out there um, fall under that kind of helm. Um, so you want to you want to narrow this down. You want to narrow the search down to someone who focuses on retirement at Dual Financial Strategies. That's what we have done for over 20 years is focused on people in retirement or near retirement. And you also want to work with somebody who's going to have your back, your best interest 
to make sure that this money will last you as long as you need to, creating the right financial plan for you, ensuring that you know your legacy, what you want to leave behind is all documented in a proper manner um, so that you are not um, you know, left wondering, did I do everything I was supposed to? Andy, a plan is so important, and a lot of people, I can imagine, uh, want to know if I should change course because the economy changes or the market changes, and uh, clarifying that uh, type of thing. Those are some of the concerns that I think you uh, run into, isn't it? It is, always. I mean, we focus on having a plan. So I'll ask a series of questions that I think, and and I think we can all agree, are um, places that you need to start. Do you have any sort of a plan for retirement? What does that mean? Do you need to create one? What does a plan actually look like? What is it going to encompass? Part of that is going to be a budget. Do you need to amend your budget? When was the last time that you actually did a budget? Because we get used to, we get a paycheck, we pay our bills, we live within that lifestyle. And so consequently, that is potentially going to change when you retire. Nobody wants to take a huge income cut when they go into retirement. And frankly, This whole rhetoric that's been going on for decades of saying, oh, don't worry, you'll be in a lower bracket when you retire. Well, let me tell you, that is hogwash. And the reason it's hogwash is because you have gone to work and you have worked your buns off for how many decades now? And the last thing that I'm sure you really want to do is take a major pay cut when you go into retirement and that is going to cause you to what? Change your lifestyle? You live the lifestyle that you want and you enjoy for what for the reasons that you do. So consequently, cutting your lifestyle back probably doesn't sound great to many people. So you end up in the same tax category or higher as what you were working. So just be aware, there are lots of things that you need to plan for. And yes, I'm coming back to the word plan again. So do you have a tax plan to accompany your financial plans, your healthcare plans, your objectives, your goals? Are you looking for someone to help you with your investments? Do you enjoy studying the market and what's going on and how that all comes together, how the politics comes into play? Do you enjoy that world? Some people like to have a toys and candy account on the side. That's great if you do. But is that something that you want to play with with your entire nest egg? Probably not. So what are you doing to focus or make sure that you've got nest egg money that cannot be obliterated, that you've got guaranteed streams of income coming in, that you know with some certainty what your expenses are going to be so that you can live within those means. All right, and very quickly, inflation is key, Luke. So what can uh, we do to uh, help mitigate that when somebody visits with you? And what can we offer to our listeners? Yeah, we just have to remember that the longer we live, the greater chance that we, you know, reach all the different risks that are out there. But one of the biggest risks that we're facing is longevity risk because we're we're living longer. But we have to focus on the areas that we can control. Uh, we can't control inflation. We can't control whether we go into a recession or not, but we can in- control our emotions. We can control our expectations. We can control our expenses, what we're, c- we're contributing to. Um, so keep that in mind. Um, as far as how we can help. I mean, we're talking about a really important topic here in, um, you know, planning, allowing the money to last for as long as possible. And if if you feel like you're running up against the clock, we do leave some openings uh, for families to come in to get on our calendar. If you've got at least $200,000 in retirement savings, um, when you come in, we will review your tax situation establish some retirement income goals for you and also analyze your investments to make sure that you are at an appropriate risk level for the reward. So Chuck, why don't you tell our listeners 
how you they can connect with us. All right, it's very easy. And uh, what Luke's talking about is a retirement lifestyle review, uh, quite simply, with over 20 years of experience, uh, dual financial strategies. That phone number to get that no cost, no obligation sit down with uh, Andy, Luke, or Sam is 866-203-7486. That's 866-203-7486. And you'll get that uh, uh, complimentary uh, visit with them so that we can broach all the concerns that you may have in retirement. Once again, 866-203-7486. What's coming up next? Some folks tend to react emotionally to stressful, overwhelming, and other life-changing topics that will feel out of their control. The same could be said about retirement planning. Welcome back to Your Retirement. I'm Chuck Caton, and uh, we are in studio with Andy Schooler and Luke Van Abel this week from Dual Financial Strategies. And, of course, they've had over uh, two decades of experience uh, helping people to and through retirement. And remember that Sam has a book, which is uh, going into its second, maybe close to third printing now, called Purpose determines placement, and we will talk a little bit about that. But if you're listening to us anywhere in uh, uh, the Fox Valley, Green Bay and Appleton are where the offices are, and 866-203-7486 is the number. And again, we have uh, Andy and Luke in studio, and I guess there's an old adage here, Luke, that uh, life is 10%, and what happens to you is 90% how you react to it. So, uh, folks tend to make emotional decisions sometime about a lot of different things, including their money. And retirement planning certainly is no exception. Uh, uh, folks react emotionally or in a knee-jerk uh, fashion to situations they encounter in the short term. They're unaware or unintentionally uh, resulting in problems down the line long term. So uh, uh, now, uh, can you tell us how folks can better plan for retirement in ways that are proactive as opposed to reactive? Because that's what this segment is all about. Uh, one of the things you can't control, obviously, is market volatility, uh, inflation, <laughs> gas prices, certainly, but you could take steps to control uh, how long your money's going to last in retirement, as Andy said in the last segment. So if any of these situations sound familiar to you, it may be time for a review. All right, what are some of the problems, Luke, that uh, people uh, get into here? It would seem to me that uh, we're in a generation where um, you did better than your parents, but your kids aren't going to do uh, as well as you. So maybe you feel a little bit guilty about it, and you want to gift money to your kids. Uh, <laughs> again, I know the feeling. Uh, I, I don't prescribe to it, having three uh, children in their 40s who have their own families. But what about that? Do you run into that uh, quite a bit uh, uh, with some of the clients that you visit with? Yeah, um, not a lot. I mean, but certainly once in a while. Um, and and I think the the caution here is is to build it into your plan. So if you want to gift money to the kids, that's okay. Uh, but we need to talk about building that into the plan. But you know, before you go and emotionally make a decision to say, hey, we're gonna we're gonna take the family on a cruise. You know, we just retired. We're gonna all expense paid for the kids and grandkids. What whatever. You know, you want to make sure that 
that fits into you know your lifestyle that that doesn't adversely affect um your retirement because again we we talked about this um at length that you know retirement could be 20 25 or 30 years long and so if we go spending a huge sum of money right out of the gate what adverse effects could that have and as you mentioned chuck there's kind of two ways that we can respond we can be more reactive so in this sense we can you know f- we can feel a lot of pressure maybe from maybe it's friends maybe it's society maybe it's directly from the kids to support them because of whatever preconceived notion because maybe they they've got it more difficult than than you did but it's really important that we take that proactive approach there's nothing wrong absolutely nothing wrong with gifting money while you're still alive to loved ones because you know i think there's some joy in that you get to see them actually use it or you get to do these different experiences together but again let's build that into a retirement plan um, so that it doesn't um, adversely affect you down the road and cause you to maybe need to go live with them later on yeah i guess that's uh, the number one uh, concern that uh, those of us who are in their 60s and 70s might think uh they don't want to see those grandkids or great grandkids blowing or for their their kids for that matter blowing the money because as uh, luke just touched on you're going to have that lengthy retirement and andy it could last as many as 30 years and as we said that there is the go-go years the slow-go years and the no-go years among the three decades that we could have in retirement. So we've got to think about long-term care and health care planning as well uh, because, uh, knock on wood, it's not going to happen to you, but it could. Well, long-term care is likely to affect over 70% of the population. Seven out of 10 people, you hear this commonly, um, are going to need some sort of assistance with a long-term care situation. So they look at activities of daily living. That's how they judge whether you need some sort of services. Now, oftentimes what happens is your kids or your spouse are generally there to help cover some of those things to begin with. But if it gets to the point where you've got dementia or you've got some ailments that really do change your physical ability or your mental cognition, then we start having to look at programs and resources for how do we help you at that point in time? And that's going to come down to nursing facilities, adult daycare, some sort of assistance for your family that may or may not be able to help you any longer. Well, that really does come down to having some sort of long-term care assistance. Not every long-term care plan, however, is built the same. So I put a word of caution out there because what we're finding today is typical or traditional long-term care Um, which if you buy when you're younger is quite inexpensive. But what we're seeing is that the insurance companies are realizing how much um, obligations that they have on their books. Consequently, what that means is that they are creating premium increases in some of their plans to essentially force people off of them. So we've seen anywhere from 25 to 94% increases in premium, and that really is impactful. So the types of long-term plans that we look at Once you are qualified for that plan, it is based on your mortality. So mortality means 
passing away versus traditional long-term plans are are looked at under a morbidity plan. How is your body doing? Do you have knees, joints, hips, things that need to be replaced? How's your back? How's your ability to get around and function is what traditional long-term care plans are based on. So if you look at hybrid plans, that might be a great answer. We use them personally um, and it basically limits the amount of risk that the insurance company has, but it's also helping to limit some of the exposure that you're going to have against your personal funds. So if you're married and you have to go into a facility, well, how are you going to pay for that? Okay, well, if you've got a bunch of money, fine, but then what about your spouse? Are they going to need some sort of long-term care? And if you pass away first and you've used a great deal of those assets and then your spouse is going to need long-term care help because they don't have anybody around later on. So it's it's things like that that you have to take into consideration and look at um, as far as a planning component. And ladies, I'm talking to you because we generally live longer. Our spouses are generally older to begin with. Consequently, we are really going to have to make sure that we have the tools in place to take care of us without getting kicked off because we can't afford it. Absolutely. So adding long-term care coverage to your retirement savings plan, or at least having a discussion with a professional, people like Andy, Luke, and Sam at Dual Financial Strategies, is something that you need to do to build your, uh, well, responsibility to that aspect of your retirement. Because as Andy just said, you don't want to run out of money. Remember, it's 866-203-7486. That's the number to reach Dual Financial Strategies to talk about your retirement. They want to be your retirement planners. And we have to plan, Luke, as we wrap this segment up and talk about debt. Because one thing we don't want to uh, derail our uh, retirement plans is if we owe too many people too much money. Right. I mean, there's lingering debt from the past. There's new debt that we might carry into retirement, but this can be a huge blow to your retirement savings. And it may have been easy when you were collecting a regular paycheck or working at the business, um, but now it can really hurt your cash flow and has a much bigger impact that debt does on your fixed income. So one of the areas um, when we're talking about just reacting, we do not want to react. So we wanna prioritize debt. Um, payments, but we also want to make sure that we're not doing that at the detriment of prioritizing saving for the future as well. So something you can do proactive today, speak with a professional who can explain the difference between what is good debt, what is bad debt, and how to make this plan work for you. What areas do you need to focus on? Is it better to pay down the debt? Is it what what are the trade-offs at this point? Absolutely. So let's uh, explore this. What is included in a comprehensive plan? That uh, wonderful four-letter word. Yeah, so proper risk tolerance for your stage of life is probably one of the first things that we would look at. So what kind of risk do you have? Do you know what your risk score is? Do you have any way to measure that? So we use a tool called Riskalyze to do that. Um, tax planning. Tax planning is really overlooked, I think, in the financial area yes, we're not tax preparers, we're not CPAs. However, we have a pretty extensive knowledge on how taxes work. And just your gut can tell you a lot, right? We think that taxes are going to go up in the future because we are so far in debt. So how do we deal with that right now under the known knowns? Fees and commissions, other red flags that need to be asked about or discussed. Do you know how your advisor gets paid? If they are 
reluctant to disclose that information, that is a red flag to me because it is everybody has to make money. Yes. However, is it in your best interest? How are they working for you specifically? Are they working for a company first that's going to set rules and parameters in which they have to use? Asset allocation. Diversification is a word that's used commonly. We like to look at asset allocation. We like to look at um, different asset classes as opposed to here's some different mutual funds. We don't use them. They're not transparent enough. So we use exchange traded funds, which cost less. So there are things to evaluate and look at, but don't get overwhelmed by the, oh, I'm totally diversified. I have 50 different mutual funds. There's so much overlap in mutual funds that we find it is not actually diversification. Absolutely. So if you want uh, help on all of these aspects of what we're talking about, uh, it's dual financial strategies that can help you with that retirement lifestyle review. It's 866-203-7486. That's 866-203-7486. And uh, again, this is a no-cost, no-obligation sit-down with Sam, Andy, or Luke uh, to discuss your retirement because they've got a lot of uh, experience on it. They are fiduciaries. What's that mean? That means you come first before anything else uh, to help you to and through your retirement. So anywhere you're listening to us uh, here in the Fox Valley, give us a call. Don't procrastinate. It's 866-203-7486. To get that no-cost, no-obligation sit-down, that initial appointment to discuss your retirement uh, with dual financial strategies. We've got to take a break. What's coming up next? When we return, we will have some proactive strategies you can apply to your retirement plan now that can help guarantee that transition into retirement as seamless as possible. Stick around. Welcome back to Your Retirement. I'm Chuck Caton sitting in uh, this week uh, again with uh, Andy Schooler and Luke Van Abel of Dual Financial Strategies. And remember that number once again to get that no cost, no obligation, sit down with them, make an appointment to discuss your retirement at 866-203-7486. That's 866-203-7486. Now I'm from the Detroit area. So I'm very, very uh, familiar with Eminem, uh, the uh, rapper who lives in Royal Oak, Michigan. In fact, my son actually gave Halloween candy to Eminem's son once. He lived in the neighborhood several years ago. And Eminem once said, uh, like a liar's pants, I'm on fire and I have no plans. Or he says, I got no plans uh, to retire. Now, that's interesting but it's not plausible for most of us out there, right, Andy? Because uh, uh, what are some of the proactive steps that people can take to maintain a positive trajectory when it comes to their uh, retirement planning? Because we talk about some of the pitfalls. We talk about some of the things that can eat away at your retirement. You talked about fees, commissions, um, inflation itself. But what is so important now to make that retirement uh, journey a solid one? Well, I think... One of the things that I appreciate so much about people here in the Fox Valley is um, the ability to save money. You're fantastic savers for the most part. So that's a really good thing to have in your back pocket. It means having 
emergency funds. It means um, having these different accounts that are going to be there for you for the long-term care expenses, for the emergency funds, for the unexpected roof or boiler or you know furnace that you've got to put in. These are all things that still have to be dealt with. And even while you're working, you can certainly do some of this. And I know some of you do where you look at your roof and you say, well, it's you know, 20, 25 years old, I should probably replace the roof before I go into a more fixed income situation. Um, So while I'm working, I'm going to try and, you know, replace as much of these things as I can as they're sort of on the edge. That's not a bad idea to do. Um, Having that budget, we talk so much about budgets. Yes, I know because they're important and you really do need to spend some time figuring out how much your lifestyle costs pre-retirement, post-retirement. Again, putting into play some of these um, costs that can come up and having those emergency funds is important. Uh, what does a lifetime income plan look like for retirement? I don't know. Everybody's lifestyle is different. So putting some thought and some time into planning, what is it going to take? What is it going to cost you? How much pressure do you have to put on your ma- your money in order to maintain the lifestyle that you have? And how do you reduce some of the risks in that area? So those are all conversations that need to be discussed. Absolutely true. And Luke, I think uh, what people don't realize uh, <laughs> that A, they have two entities, state and uh, federal uh, partners in your retirement. And uh, where does that come into play? Well, if you've got a 401k or an IRA, you're living on pre-taxed income. You are. You are. And not all of that money then that is in those retirement accounts is yours. You've bequeathed some of that to those partners that Chuck was just talking about, the state and federal government. So taxes are going to be a big consideration and something that is um, not planned for enough when it comes to retirement, because we tend to focus on the here and now. We tend to focus on, okay, what happened last year? Let's document that on our tax return and call it good and keep Uncle Sam off of our back and out of an orange jumpsuit. However, when we're talking about retirement planning, we want to think forward. We want to think ahead 5, 10, 15 years. Why? Because those 401ks, those IRAs, that's all pre-tax money. That means that you've never been taxed on it. And when the money starts to flow out um, for the purpose of you, you know, living your retirement as you've planned on, it's going to be taxable. And if you say, well, I'm just not going to take any out or I'm going to take really small draws out. Well, at some point down the road, you're going to be forced by required minimum distributions to take money out. And every single year that we age, they force us to take out just a little more and a little bit more. And that can really add up over time. So we don't want to ignore the tax consequences until it's too late here. You want to um, be more proactive. You want to be, again, looking at this now, being more forward thinking, um, determining whether doing some Roth IRA contributions or doing some conversions of Roth. So moving money from that IRA bucket over to that Roth bucket would make sense for you because once, of course, when we move that money, it's taxable because we're taking it out of the IRA. But once it's in the Roth, now that is tax-free money for the rest of your lifetime. And if that money were to pass on to a loved one um, or a charity, that would be tax-free income for them for the rest of their lifetime as well. So- All right. Absolutely. So, Andy, uh, let's expound on that here. Uh, when Luke's talking about converting to a Roth account, let's explain 
the machinations, the dynamics of doing that, and why is Roth so appealing? Uh, because it seems to me, well, well wait a minute, now, i got to pay taxes when I convert that money, but maybe you can expound on uh, why it's uh, beneficial to do that now. Well, it could be beneficial, and so we have to do this very carefully and with a calculator. I just had this conversation with a client last week. And from a standpoint of um, what makes the most sense and how much taxes are you going to have to pay on it, this comes down to knowing and understanding how taxes work. This comes down to looking at and being able to evaluate or have a conversation with your current CPA or tax preparer to say, look, this is what we're striving for. Can we run a mock tax return? Can we evaluate this with the calculator and indeed? detail before you just willy-nilly say, I want to pull out $100,000 and convert that to a Roth IRA. The challenge with that is you're going to throw yourself into a whole nother tax bracket that you maybe have never seen. And we have a couple years left, right, where we can plan this really accordingly to the current tax laws that we have. So being conscientious of that, not just jumping into it, not planning on paying all of those taxes from the monies that you've saved can be very impactful. Because if you take the taxes out, now you've paid probably federal and state taxes, and then couple that with what's going on with the market right now, this can be a really challenging time to make that back up. So it may be an advantage if you have the money sitting in savings somewhere to use that money instead of using the dollar and cents that you're actually converting over. So that's why we say plan it with a calculator. This needs to be done very carefully and not willy-nilly because it is important that you get this right. Otherwise, it could impact your monies that you would have to help you through retirement greatly. Now, we're talking with uh, both Andy Schooler and uh, Luke Van Abel about concerns you might have as you're approaching retirement and some of the uh, ramifications there are, for example, tax-wise, and also uh, thinking about uh, things that can erode your uh, portfolio, like inflation. And it's 866-203-7486 to make that no-cost, no-obligation call to them to assuage some of your concerns. And let's talk about that final concern, Luke, because... Uh, how people respond either reactively or proactively is going to be uh, the difference between a comfortable retirement and one that may be a little iffy and uh, uncomfortable. So uh, I guess a lot of people are scared now that investments are not keeping up with the inflation that we've seen in the last couple of years. Yeah, that is a big concern. We're hearing a lot of people talking about that as they come in. And we know that in, if inflation can erode our income, erode our wealth, um, but this diminishing purchasing power isn't the only problem in a high inflationary environment. Your investments have to work harder to hold the value over the long haul. And so what we want to avoid is just this reactive strategy of saying, okay, we've got market volatility, we've got inflation, we're feeling overwhelmed, and now we're just going to pull you know, the money out of these investments and park it somewhere else in our mattress and some other investment. But the, the, the challenge can be, well, what if that investment is only making a couple percent a year and we have inflation near 6%? I mean, Sam talks about it all the time. It's kind of like getting nibbled to death by ducks. We're still kind of going broke slowly because again, things are inflating at 6%, twice as fast as our investments would be growing at that time. So um, getting a checkup done on your portfolio with a professional in order to confirm that your investments are properly allocated for your risk level at this season of your life um, is the best way to ensure um, that you're in the best position for retirement 
um, because the goal is a well-diversified portfolio um, with the right mixture of risk. Absolutely true. So, Luke, let's expand on that and let listeners know what uh, dual financial strategies can do for them. Yeah, so we've spent a great deal of time here talking about um, just some of the emotional and uh, proactive strategies that we can do leading up to retirement. But folks, if you don't call us, I mean, we're just, we're in studio, we're talking about these things, but if you don't call us to let us know your concerns and that you're, you're, you're looking for help, you're, you're wanting to get educated, then we can't help you. So um, there's a variety of different puzzle pieces involved in retirement. Um, a few that come to mind are like social security. When should you take your social security? risk how much risk are you taking now and is it still in line with your comfort level we're seeing people all over the place that um, are not comfortable with that level of risk and then of course taxes Um, one of the strategies and the things that we build into our plans is reducing your lifetime tax bill down the amount of taxes you're going to pay from the time you retire until the time you leave this planet so there's a lot of different things that go into this um, but you have to give us a call in order for us to be able to help and chuck can let you know how to do that absolutely luke and it is 866-203-7486 that's the phone number 866-203-7486 and that's where you can sit down with andy luke or sam at dual financial strategies to discuss your retirement uh, because that's what it's all about it is custom made for you with your concerns, your desires, uh, your lifestyle. And that means uh, they will do an entire retirement lifestyle review for you. So let Dual Financial Strategies, with their over two decades of experience, help you to and through retirement anywhere you're listening to us in the Fox Valley uh, because they've got a couple of offices, one in Appleton, one in Green Bay, and they are ready to serve you. 866-203-7486. That's 866-203-7486. That sit down with them is at no cost, no obligation because they want you to be successful in your retirement. Well, it's question and answer time next, isn't it? Yeah, you have questions, we have answers. When we return, we'll answer questions from you, the listeners. Don't go anywhere. And we're back on your retirement. I'm Chuck Caton sitting in for Dual Financial Strategies with the Andy Schooler and Luke Van Abel this week. Sam's on assignment, but... Uh, I know he would be uh, wanting to answer some of these questions if he were here. Uh, And remember that you get that retirement lifestyle review when you talk to uh, uh, the folks here at Dual Financial Strategies about your retirement. 866-203-7486 is the number. We're going to start, Andy, with uh, Janet in Little Shoot. I guess you're going to get the first question here uh, from Janet. So uh, she wants to know, what should I do? Uh, with uh, required minimum distribution funds after paying taxes if there's currently no need for the funds and I want to grow with uh, only limited risk. What do you think? Hi, Janet, and thanks for the question. So we get this oftentimes because, again, you guys are good savers, and so consequently you do a good job of living within your income. Um, Excuse me. The question I have back for you is what does limited risk mean? So this can be different for everybody. 
And so limited risk could mean, well, I can't lose half, I can't lose a quarter, I can't lose 10%, I can't lose 5%. I don't know what your definition is. It would be helpful if you go to our website and go up in the right-hand corner of dualstrategies.com that says there's a little uh, button that says, what's your risk number? And so that would be very helpful just to figure out where you are on a one to 99 basis of conservative to Mach 3 hair on fire. Um, are you looking for things like CDs? Are you looking for money markets? Are you looking for fixed annuities? Are you looking for fixed indexed annuities? Are you looking for stock market stuff? I mean, these are all questions that we kind of have to ferret down and figure out what does limited risk mean? So if you're looking for more limited risk, I guess I would say stick to either the fixed annuities, fixed indexed annuities, or your bank instruments like CDs or money market accounts right now, they're paying a little better. Now you're gonna run into this required minimum distribution situation year over year where you have to take more money out. So things that you can consider would be gifting to family or gifting to 501c3s because you could actually do um, a qualified charitable distribution if it goes directly from your account to a charity. So that's something that we have a number of clients that participate in. Um, but there is, you have to make sure that your account can do that. So um Knowing and understanding those rules is quite important in order to make that successful so that you're not paying taxes on those distributions. So in this situation, I don't know, do you have money set aside for future healthcare events? Do you have money set aside for future um, house repairs that need to be done? So all of these things kind of come into play when we are looking and evaluating retirement monies, especially monies that you don't need. Well, maybe we need them for a rainy day. Maybe we need it to redo the roof or you know, have that bucket of money set aside for you and your spouse to make sure that you can get through the healthcare gotchas after you go on Medicare or after you need a long-term care event or et cetera, et cetera. So um, we can sit down and discuss that if you want to come in and um, we can share some time and look at different things. Absolutely. 866-203-7486. That's what Andy's talking about so that you can sit down and discuss all of those uh, aspects of uh, retirement planning and uh, planning with RMDs is certainly an integral part of that. All right, Luke Doug in Seymour wants to know, he says, I'm not going to lie. I don't know a lot about taxes uh, or 401ks. Uh, I'm just uh, learning as I listen. So I'm really struggling to understand the advantage. Uh, how does it help me if I still need to pay taxes when I withdraw money later? Uh, is there a strategy to this? I guess, uh, you know, when you've got a lot of 401k and IRA money, uh, he's looking for a little help uh, uh, to uh, avoid uh, overpaying Uncle Sam and Aunt Wisconsin. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Thanks for writing in, Doug. Uh, you're not alone with maybe feeling a little bit lost, just not understanding this entire world. Uh, that's why we do this. That's why we educate people on the radio show, in our retirement classes, and of course in our offices. Um, you know, you know, taking the money from the pre-tax accounts um, as as they've been sort of set up, as you're alluding to, you know, that may not help you because you know you kind of alluded to that because you know that money is going to get taxed when it comes out, and as a result, that can cause higher. Uh, premiums on your Medicare. It can cause higher taxes on your Social Security. Yes, your Social Security can also be taxable to uh, the federal government, not the state of Wisconsin, um, and any other retirement income you've got. So if you've got a spouse or if you decide to work part-time or a pension, all these th factors play a part in 
that money flowing out of there. So yes, you should absolutely be planning uh, for your retirement so you can reduce the amount of income um, and taxable, you know, lifetime income that you're going to, or liability rather, not income, but your taxable liability over your retirement years, because too often we focus on what's happening right now and we're not looking ahead far enough um, to say, you know, is there something else that we should be doing? Um, so as a result, this could require, and this isn't for everybody, but this could require some tweaks and some changes. The things I'm alluding to, we talked about in the show, um, that could be like a Roth conversion, that could be contributing more money now to a Roth, your specific situation, your income now, your expenses, you know, we talked about that budget and just lifestyle spending needs. That's all gonna play a part in whether this makes sense, whether we start to make some conversions now, whether we wait to do that. So this is a great question. We'd be happy to sit down, no obligation, just have a conversation about your goals, where you're at, and see if we can help um, add some value to your life. And that number is 866-203-7486 to reach your Luke or Andy on this and other matters of retirement import. It's 866-203-7486. All right, Gregory's in Green Bay for uh, you, Andy, and uh, he says, what's your opinion of all the robo-advises stuff I've been hearing about? Is AI taking over in retirement, uh, and should I look into it? Hi, Greg. Good question with all the AI stuff and chat GBT stuff that's flying around the internet and news. It is hard to know what to do. Um, as far as robo-advisors are concerned, they're only as good as how they're programmed. And so this can be challenging because I think a lot of the robo-advisory world is more geared towards people in that growth and accumulation focus as opposed to retirement. So I think that retirement brings in so many nuances that are not even on the radar when you're in the growth and accumulation focus. So looking at things like taxes, looking at things like long-term care, looking at things like um, risk mitigation for us is of utmost concern. And I don't know that a robo-advisor is going to be able to facilitate all those nuances, putting in your information as opposed to what you actually need it to do. So um, as far as robo-advisors are concerned, I think there is a place for them. I think they are great for younger generations that don't have a lot of complicated issues coming up. They just need to save money. Um, so as far as you're concerned, do I think it's taking over retirement? I think AI could potentially take over a lot of things. I don't know that it's going to take over retirement or I don't know that it's going to do a fantastic job of taking care of everyone's different needs as everyone is a snowflake and there is no one size fits all plan for each person going into retirement. And doesn't it also uh, matter, Andy, that you sit down face to face with your uh, retirement advisor? I mean, you know, why would some, you want to go to a computer screen, right? Well, some people do appreciate not having to meet with somebody. And I think it really depends. Most of our clients, they absolutely do want to meet with somebody. They want to look at somebody face to face. They want to shake hands with somebody face to face. They want to know that somebody is there that they can call on, that there is um, multiple resources for them to be in contact with and, and multiple different types of contact that we make from, you know, what's going on with our investment holdings to what's going on in um, 
you know, different areas, but we do make so much more contact. And I, that's one of the big comments that we get from people is that they never feel like they are left on their own. Yeah, absolutely true. And that's why you should call 866-203-7486 uh, to uh, glean your plans and discuss your plans with uh, Sam, Andy, or Luke here at Dual Financial Strategies. Final question comes from Grand Shoot, uh, Luke, and it's Deborah there who says, I heard you discuss the SECURE Act 2.0 on a recent show. Uh, so what are the, some of the biggest changes I should be on the lookout for now that this has become law? Well, first of all, the SECURE Act went into place uh, January 1st of this year. Uh, version 1.0 was uh, back in 2020. And the first big change um, that happened was the required minimum distribution changed from 72 to 73 years old. So if you're not yet that age, um, 73 is the new magic number for when you're going to be forced to take some money out. And kind of on that same line of, of thinking with required distributions, they have changed the penalty associated with um, missing a required distribution. Um, so if you just forgot about an account or forgot about required distributions altogether, um, the most extreme penalty that Uncle Sam has uh, was 50%. That has now changed and been cut in half to 25%. But remember, you still have to pay the taxes on the distribution. So um, you would probably be close to like 50 cents on the dollar or more. Um, but they also wrote in that if you take care of that um, required distribution in a timely manner that it could be re reduced down to um, even as low as 10%. So that, those are some of the big changes from a retired uh, required minimum distribution standpoint. Um, some other changes, emergency expense distributions can be pulled, not this year, not 2023, but in 2024 um, without any sort of penalty. So they're going to they would let you maybe pull a thousand dollars out uh, without any sort of penalty. Um, now they've shifted with the Secure Act to automatic enrollment in 401ks. So before you had to sign up for a 401k to be a part of the plan. Now the default um, starting in 2025 is that you're going to be automatically enrolled in that 401k. And of course, if you want to not participate in the 401k, which probably would not be a good idea, you would have to opt out of it. So you'd have to complete some paperwork to opt out of it. Um, so they're trying to protect people. They're trying to help people set up so that they can be regularly contributing to retirement. Uh, most people would agree that they wish they would have started earlier. Um, and or say, had a Roth option. Or had a Roth option. And that's, um, they have made some changes with Roths as well. Um, companies can now match into a Roth and not just the pre-tax. So if you put money into the Roth 401, your contribution can go into the Roth as well. There's a variety of other changes. Um, that's all we've got time for this week, Deborah. But if you've got further questions about Secure Act, how they might affect you in the next generation and how they should be built into your retirement planning, give us a call. All right. And uh, for all of you listeners, it's 866-203-7486. You'll get that retirement lifestyle review. Uh, at no cost, no obligation when you sit down with Sam, Andy, or Luke at Dual Financial Strategies. Once again, uh, that number is 866-203-7486. It's been a great show, uh, a wonderful duet this week. Your final thoughts. Thanks for listening, everyone. We look forward to having you back same time, same place next week. Have a great weekend.
investment advisory services offered through Dual Financial Strategies, LLC, a Wisconsin registered investment advisor. Dual Financial Strategies does not provide legal or tax advice. Investment advisor representatives of Dual Financial Strategies may only conduct business with residents of the states and jurisdictions in which they are properly registered. Insurance and annuity products are sold through Dual Financial Strategies.